This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Thank you for making our show a possibility. Welcome to If These Ovaries Could Talk. I'm Jamie. I'm Robin. And we're your hosts. Let me show you. How do I get the sperm through custom? I am a lesbian. So gay. So gay. We need to tell our story. It's not your nuclear family anymore. It's not just your mom and dad thing. We're not ruining these little humans. Not for the gay reason. Just because we stay. I'm I'm laughing because we were talking about boobs before we hit record, and then both Jamie and I got so uncomfortable. Because we don't talk about boobs together. That's so awkward. Okay, okay. Really awkward. Anyway. Uh, um, oh my Jamie, God. before I get into our first news item, I have to say, we got our first email oh referencing God. Edna. Look at that. You guys are listening. You are Edna, paying attention. That's how good you are. Thank Edna, you. You give yourself a pat on we the back, We got one more Edna. week with Edna before uh, Helen comes out. I mean, this, Helen's on a very extended vacation. Like, whatever. <laughs> that's fine. We have Edna, and Edna is everything we ever hoped for in a human oh being. Oh, my God, so I'll much tell you more. That much. Edna, we love you. We love you, Edna. Oh, yes, we do. All right. Okay. By the way, nobody's real. We have no assistance. I'm going to keep saying it, Robin. Stop I'm saying sorry. it. I have to. I like to. when people don't figure it out for like four episodes. <laughs> I love that. I did this post on TikTok where I made a fake like listener comment and said that um, people were asking if I had a glass eye. And like four <laughs> people were like, what are they talking about? You're a natural beauty. You don't have oh, a my glass God, eye. Robin. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I thought I made up the most ridiculous thing ever. And it's people, not, people listen and have sympathy and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I love I don't, that, though. I love that they didn't know I was oh joking. God. I think that's hilarious. Oh, my God, okay. Robin. All right. So, Chibi, our <laughs> news right, item for today. Because this is yours, and it's fascinating. Okay. Go for it. So, when I was in the eighth grade, I found out that my dad had been married previous to my mom. And he had a son. So like eighth grade, all of a sudden I get dropped this like you have a half brother in the world. And I was very fascinated by it for a long time. Like, oh, I wonder if we look alike and all this, you know, this stuff. And, you know, and it was something that sat with me. But then it was like and I did a couple Google searches, but his name is pretty common. And, and, you know, and then I sort of just whatever moved on. Well, my sister sends me a picture from Facebook. And I was like, holy Jesus, that looks exactly like my dad. And I was oh like, is God. this him? And she was like, I don't know. I think it's it is. Him. Right? So mm-hmm. needless to say, we start a chat on Facebook Messenger. And my sister's like, like sending an email like it's from the IRS. Like, we would like to confirm that you are. And I was like, Kim, I was like, who's responding to that? I was like, let me lighten it up a little bit. So I came in like, P.S., we're his kids too. And just, you know, if you if you want to chat, we're here. You know, so turns out he wants to talk. And we're setting up oh. a time to talk. But what what this made me think about mm-hmm. is I know where you're going, right? Our families, Jamie. Like, yes, I, it's yes. so interesting you're that I now have this like half sibling out there firsthand, right? And what's so crazy is the way I feel about it now after creating my family using donor sperm is so different than I think when I first found out about it. Like, I think when I first found out about it, I was like, "This is crazy." I'm I'm 12. How did I never know this? Did you feel betrayed? Uh, not betrayed, but more just like WTF. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, very, you know. And then now, I I feel sort of like, you know, like, it, if this guy wants to chat, cool. If not, I've seen some pictures. That's all the more I need. But I 
am really fascinated that he looks just like my dad. Right, right. Well, it's also thinking of your our families and how they're mm-hmm. made and how we're open and upfront and honest from the start, most of us, about how they were made mm-hmm. and how we've heard from other donor-conceived individuals that uh, weren't told right away mm-hmm. how traumatic that was for them. I find it fascinating that right? all of a sudden we're talking about you and this sibling that you didn't know you had until you I were 13 know. years old. And how how has this never come up in our conversations? I, know. I feel like we've referenced it once or twice, but you know, maybe. But, but again, yeah. like I sort of just put it away. And then it's like now it has this whole different feel for me because mm-hmm. of of my kids. Like like I, I was saying to Mary, I was saying, I don't I don't know that I would call him my brother. And I don't think I would have had this language before um, or even half brother. He's a he's almost like a donor sibling to me. Like it's right. like he's out there. We share genetics, but we didn't have the same childhood. You don't have anything. in common. No, nothing other than I mean, my dad fathered genetics. him. Yeah. And because my dad wasn't in his life, I think my dad gave him up for adoption, which is a question that like she oh. remarried the wife, re- ex-wife remarried and he relinquished his rights. And it was something that. Over the years, I asked my dad, and he answered differently every time. So I think he never fully, I think he died without fully processing it. Um, wow. And so I'm, I'm really interested if this guy's going to have baggage or, and my sister said something that I thought was really cool. She said, well, maybe we'll be able to give him some peace around this. And yeah. I was like, I think that's really, because it's like, I don't have any unfinished business because he, he didn't do that to me. Do you know what I mean? It didn't affect, it didn't affect you negatively. And it sounds like it didn't affect Kim negatively. No, because she. That this, my sister that had actually met him when there. she was little. Oh, because my dad wow. was seeing him when he was little. But anyway, it's just I, I, I couldn't stop thinking about the echoes and the, you know, and the, and the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the similarities to what it must be like for my Our kids. And, and now I feel like I understand maybe my kids a little bit more in some way. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so yeah. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll find a long lost sibling. Could, could you want one? Let's see if we can find one for you. <laughs> hey, I say the more family, the better. But, you know, I've been conditioned by my LGBTQ family. That's right. I, I wonder if I would have felt differently before we started this podcast. And, you know, like yeah, if I would hearing have been... from everybody about connecting with the donor siblings. And I am all about the more family, the better. But I wasn't there before we started this podcast. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. I can't so, wait till you have your first hmm. uh, meet up with someone. Listen, I don't know. I started that group and there's only two families in it. Three, including myself. Did you go anyway. back to the board and put the, the secret Facebook group no, in there? No, I still have to do that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> that they can't find you. It's a secret group. But there's group. not that many names on this board. Yeah, but people might be going in to see, but not mm. leaving a message. And you have to yeah. point them. They, it's a secret group. They can't find it. Right. I know. I have to do that. I got to do that. All right. But anyway, if you want to help us make this content that is so necessary for our lgbtq families you can join our patreon community and do just that you're going to do a good thing by joining and you're going to get bonus content who doesn't want bonus Mm -hmm, content mm -hmm. at the gestational carrier level you're going to get video interviews of most episodes that are dropped one whole day early so you will be in the know before all your other queer friends who doesn't want that or your straight friends all your friends and your family head to patreon.com slash ovaries talk to join Okay, Get let's let's talk about our guests today, Shannon and Ash. And by the way, Edna just like carefully tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, <laughs> you, you might want to get to your guest intro. I was like, thanks, Edna. 
She's the best, that Edna. She's the best. She baked me cookies this morning. She said, oh, I, oh, I just want you to have a good Monday. She dresses in all black because it's show day. Like, she's in production. Yeah. She's, oh, she's yeah. unbelievable. Full she's in production. her show black. All right. That's a joke for, like, two people in she production. Said, you, want, you, want, you want me to strike that? She said that you, to you me wanna, the other day. <laughs> all right. Shannon okay. and Ashley have been trying to make a baby for a couple of years now, okay? And they have gone through fits and starts because of all kinds of unexpected life events they've had work accidents low egg reserve counts and and they are trying to figure out their finances yeah yeah it's a lovely real-time discussion about what it takes to make a family lgbtq style which is the classic it's a classic ovaries episode classic all right edna (laughs) hit play roll the tape edna roll the tape edna thanks edna Hi, Shannon and Ashley. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. Yes, thank you for having us. We're really excited to come on here. Well, I mean, you're delightful already. I think it's mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. Thank you. for <laughs> the 30-second elevator pitch. I feel like you guys have rehearsed this. I feel like it is, have it they? is a done deal. Have you guys rehearsed this? Do you know what well, you're saying? Well, now they're going to feel bad uh, if they haven't, Jamie. Well, I yes. Like I did time once. myself this morning when we woke up. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> but are you off book? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even sure if I know what that means. It means yeah. you know your lines. It's, a, it's, 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 an, it's an actor, actor term. term. Oh, oh my God. I just got so annoying in New York there. All right. Okay. On your mark. Get set. Go. Okay. Well, my name is Shannon and my wife, Ashley, we met. Whoa. Nine years ago, waiting tables. Um, it definitely was not love at first sight. I really couldn't stand her at first. Um, but after a couple drinks, we ended up um, becoming, you know, what we are now. And um, we've been married for three years. We've been on our TTC journey for a, a year. year now. And that's it. We have three that's dogs. It. I have to include the dog. Yeah. Because you'll probably dog. you'll probably hear them sooner yeah. than later. Listen, I have one dog and it's and it's plenty. It is oh, plenty. It is too much. That was a great elevator pitch. I just loved yes, it. it. <laughs> I loved how you threw the dogs yeah. in at the end. I loved yeah. how after a couple of drinks you were married. There was like a whole thing that happened in there. It <laughs> yeah. was really yeah. it was really quite it, well done. It really didn't go like it did this morning. Let's just it never it. <laughs> it never does, Shannon. It never does. It never does. It never does. But I love that also you were waiting tables you met and then after a few drinks uh, Yeah. Right after yeah. the waiting tables. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, well, that that really fits. Because when I was a waitress, I drank all through oh. my shifts. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, no. We didn't yeah. do that. No. But, but afterwards, definitely. Where yeah. we walked across the street to the, the local bar mm-hmm. that we frequented a lot. So, we used to yeah. do that, too. Mm-hmm. Of course. It was, it was easy. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Let's start from the top. Because I think what I pulled out of your 30-second thing is that you're in the trying to conceive journey. You're not there yet because you've got the dogs but not the kids. You are together. Mm-hmm. We love all that. But where are you? Like, let's talk about your journey a little bit. So we. Where are you in location? <laughs> we... Let's start there. Okay. Yeah. We are in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. <laughs> Ashley's from Chicago yep. and she moved to Myrtle Beach in 2012. Mm-hmm. And then we met like six months after she moved down here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we, we waited tables for a long time. Well, like eight years. Six yeah. years, seven, something like that. Around Seems like forever. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, we used to work together and I really, truly 
wasn't a fan of her when I first came in. No, can we, can we, why didn't you like her? Look how sweet her little face is. I know. Oh, what, yeah. is, what is yeah. that about? Yeah. Well, now I'm obsessed. <laughs> well, <but> obviously. Then, <laughs> obviously. It was, it was St. Patty's weekend. It was so busy. And I come in and she is in the corner barking like a dog <laughs> for whatever reason, just being very obnoxious. And I am a little bit more straightforward, I think, and mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. not so funny. Uh, I don't yeah. know. So I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? Just shut up. We have and, ketchup um, bottles to marry. Get to it, lady. Yeah. 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 So I was, I was just like, oh my God, this girl. And then uh, we ended up becoming friends, but we'd go out for drinks and maybe make out a little. It was like, well, if I ever were to date a girl, maybe you'd be the type of girl I'd date, but wait, 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 you hadn't dated a girl before. Wait a second. No, neither neither of us. Yeah. Rewind. Take it back. (laughs) Excuse us. What? (laughs) Yeah. Surprise. Oh, interesting. So how did it, how did this happen then? Wait a second. You both were not dating women. Females. No. no. We, yeah. I had just gotten out of a relationship with a guy. And you. I mean, I guess maybe when I moved to South Carolina, I kind of like flirted with the idea, but I was never in a relationship with anybody or really mm-hmm. doing anything. It was just more like, I guess, flirting, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. working in a restaurant. That's kind of what you do to pass the time. Um, <laughs> you're like she's as good as anyone else for me to flirt with yeah. i can get used well, to boobs yeah, yeah 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 for me it was a little bit of an adjustment sure. but to me it's the person like this person mm-hmm. sitting next to me there's no one else for me like no one else is ever gonna deal with my crap like <laughs> and she's just so kind-hearted and i think that was that was really it like we just we hit it off and as you guys say all the time, it's the the lesbian thing is you move in together right away. And... Well, it took it took six months. Wow, so I, I think that's kind of good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's way too long. You, you were really dragging yeah. your feet there, guys. It's so sweet though. Just hearing you say, I I think I mean I'm, I'm interested to see what Jamie says about this, but like that we like we've gotten to a place where it might've been uncomfortable at first for you. Like, cause it sounds like Shannon, it wasn't something like you were like, Oh, I think I'm gay for years. You were just kind of mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. was this person? And that that's open and available for us now. Like without, you know, that society's come to a point where you could make that move over there. I mean, make the move. It sounds weird, but like that you could be open to it and it was there for you. Like that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah well, especially absolutely. being in the service industry. I don't know. I feel like it, maybe it would have been different if we were in, like a corporate job corporate or something. Or, yeah, yeah, but we were we were truly just working with our friends. Everyone was so supportive. Everybody mm-hmm. knew right away. Like it was nothing that we had to hide. Although I didn't tell my parents for a year. And why but, was that? Um, I wasn't sure if it was what I wanted. You know, if it mm-hmm. was going to be something where I'd just be dating a guy in a week, then there's no point. We'll just brush over that. But um, <laughs> Yeah, no need to rock their world. Yeah, yeah. Unless you know it's it's for real. It's a done deal. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, everybody's been so supportive, which has made it, you know, obviously really easy. So, Shannon, you didn't really struggle with that, is what you're saying? No. I mean, I did struggle a bit telling my parents. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny because, like, her dad tells us now, like, him and his (laughs) wife had a bet. 
that they were like, yeah, Shannon and Ashley are together. They're not just friends. And they had this bet for, you know, however long it took (laughs) until she told them. And they were like, yeah, we knew. Like, you know. So so they took it well. Yeah. Maybe my mom not. Yeah, her mom not so much. But her dad was, you know, he was on board with it. I just don't think you can hide when you feel that way about another person. You can't hide that. It shows up. Yeah, well. I, my dad lives in North Carolina, so we'd take three-hour trips to go see him, and I'd just bring my friend Ashley. Yeah, always. My stepmom yeah. was like, Ashley's available again. This is not her friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But me, There's like, something more to this. Not having family here, you know, in South Carolina, North Carolina, um, I, I felt very accepted with her mom and her dad, you know, right away. Like, it, even before they knew we were dating, I mean, I would go over for holidays and hang out all the time and you know after they knew it was it was completely fine like I didn't feel like some you know stranger or anything they just really accepted me and us our relationship Mm -hmm. you know no one gave us any that's great any grief but you know we have been married for three years now and my parents couldn't love Ashley more um that's amazing and just everything's worked out yeah. and then yeah. what about what about you ashley you you weren't dating girls before this either so no um well shannon kind of mentioned it like it, she was like well if i was to date a girl you'd be the girl and i was like okay like you know let's <laughs> great let's roll let's with get- it you know <laughs> um and i like told my mom over a text and she was like okay you know and years ago i wasn't as close with my dad and now i am and i told him and he was like you know okay, like no big deal. So for me, it wasn't really, I guess I was more nervous for some of my friends to find out, but you know, I never really experienced any kickback or anything from anybody. I think everybody just is happy that we're happy, you know? Mm -hmm. That's great. That's That's such a nice thing to hear, right, Jamie? Yeah, it really is. It really is. I feel very fortunate that like, you know, I mean, yeah, we've had some issues in certain establishments and stuff like that, but as Mm -hmm. far as the people that we really care about and we care about their opinion, they love us and they love our relationship. So that's, that's yeah. really cool. Amazing. That's and great. how quickly did we start talking about kids? And when I say we, I've now um, inserted myself into your relationship. So just, if you're no, comfortable no, uh, with that, it's happening. I think, well, we are, we always knew we yeah. both wanted to have kids. That was never a question. Um, we don't have really any, uh, we have a few gay friends, but not, very many at all so we didn't really know how it was gonna work but we just knew it was gonna happen and we were really open to adoption we've been to uh fostering meetings adoption meetings and then we just ended up deciding that us trying first was gonna be the best route but well in 2018 we really after we got married we really tried like going to a fertility clinic to get our options. Um, we started the process. <laughs> yeah. And then Ashley, she was a firefighter, but she was injured in training. Well, she needed surgery. So we ended up putting our baby journey on hold. Um, and then this well, year. How did, she- it, how did it go in 2018 when you went to the fertility clinic? How did, the, how did it go when you said we're, we're, we're looking at our options. We're trying to figure out, was it, we're trying to figure out what we're doing? Yeah. Or did you already yeah. have a plan? We didn't really have a plan. We had no idea about costs or anything. Mm-hmm. So when we went to the fertility clinic, um, they pretty much said, you know, the two basic options is IUI or IVF. And that 
particular clinic favored IVF. But did they talk about the idea of one person's egg and the other person carrying it? Or no? No. Oh, I, I think they did a little bit, and it was mostly the cost. And we were like, yeah. mm, that's cost okay. prohibitive yeah, for sure. Yeah. Work. yeah. And yeah. we were but like, they, okay. But they were open to you just kind of coming in because we've heard various stories from folks who go to, who you try to go to the clinic just to explore options, and they're not. Mm-hmm. They'll turn you away unless you're ready to go right away. Like, they don't oh. want to help you check things out. So no, much. they they definitely, like, we had a consultation. Shannon mm-hmm. had a couple tests done. We met with, like, a financial advisor. We did all that. And so Shannon is, mm-hmm. in this world at this time, Shannon's going to carry yes. with donor sperm. Yes. Okay. And and okay. so you did tests and things were good or bad? Um, I don't remember the exact test, but it was it was... Like an ultrasound where they see how many eggs is yep. in each mm-hmm. ovary. Mm-hmm. And the doctor was like, do you drink? No. Do you smoke? No. You know, uh, healthy? Sure. And he was like, oh, you should be fertile myrtle. Sure. And um, I was like, oh, that's not what you want to hear. But okay. <laughs> um, and I mean, I guess it is what you want to hear. Yeah, depends on the context. It's like a donkey. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so then he did the ultrasound and he was like, well, you know, you don't have as many eggs, I guess, as, as we'd <clears throat> like to see. I believe that's called your ovarian reserve. Yeah. Mm. Look at me getting all technical. So I am lacking in that. And by aspect. the way, you wouldn't have um, known that like if you had just been yeah. part of a heterosexual mm-hmm. couple, you'd just be trying and it wouldn't be happening. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So what the doctor say? What, uh, like, what do you need to do? Yeah. What did you suggest? Thank you. Um, he really just said we could do IUI, but obviously the success rate of IVF is more. And he, oh, and he said, because of my ovarian reserve, thank you, Jamie, <laughs> um, we really, if we wanted to try the IUI route, we really needed to do it within that year. Like we had a, a year cap until we'd have to Can do Can I IVF. ask how old you are? As soon as, or were at this time? I'm 28. Wow. Now. So, oh, this is, 20, oh, wow. so this was yeah. unexpected. Yeah, yeah, for the oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. very fertile myrtles. Okay. So, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Good point, Ashley. Yeah. You're like back off with your fertile myrtle assumptions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's where I I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal to some people, but I'm like that's kind of I don't know. Especially after giving me the diagnosis he did, I'm like really yeah. maybe you shouldn't call your patients fertile myrtle until yeah, you tell you know. <laughs> so then what? So what happens? So now Ashley's so, injured. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of put it on hold for a little bit and I'm still injured. And we were like, last year we were like, we really don't, you know, life is just ticking away at us. And mm-hmm. that doctor told us, well, you got to get moving now. So we decided to to move forward and we actually went to a different um, doctor. This, well, LA. last March, we actually like last January, we were like, this is crazy. I think she was on her second going on her third surgery at that point and we're like this is crazy we're you know literally putting our life on hold i might not be able to get pregnant for too much longer like what are we doing here and so Mm -hmm. last year we i was doing some research on who to see next because i mean to be completely honest after being called fertile myrtle (laughs) i didn't want to go back there (laughs) so it's fair enough by the way we always advocate listen to your gut doesn't matter what it is that happened Sometimes doctors don't mean to make you feel uncomfortable, whatever. But if you don't feel comfortable, you should find a new place. You should feel comfortable yeah, because yeah. you're well, paying money 
and you're up to something that's very sensitive or emotional, mm-hmm. like you might need a place where you feel good. Right. Yeah. Well, I should also note, well, I guess it was the fertile mortal, but also that he was kind of pushing IVF a bit more. And because of my age, we really weren't expecting to have to go or, you know, to start with the IVF route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also because we're in Myrtle Beach, there are no fertility clinics. Mm. The closest ones are in Charleston. So this particular clinic, they had a Myrtle Beach office, but all of their testing, their procedures, everything was in Charleston, which is about two hours from us. Which is a lot. So, That's right. So lot. we didn't really, that wasn't really ideal for us anyways. Yeah. So I did some research and I found an OBGYN in Myrtle Beach who also does in-office IUI procedures. So we got an appointment with her mm-hmm. and she, you know, saw everything that the previous doctor saw, but didn't think it was really that big of an issue. Um, oh. But then she wanted me to get blood work done to check my AMH <clears throat> levels uh-huh. and, you know, just a basic blood workup and see what's going on. And my AMH level was actually a 1.69. Um, and I think if it's under one, they want to do IVF. Okay. So for my age, it was really low. Hmm. Okay. But again, she didn't think we needed to do IVF. She, okay. you know, thought it'd be okay to do IUI, which is what we ended up doing in March. We did our first IUI with donor sperm. And that office did double IUI. Right. As did mine. It, it hurts because of the sperm. Because you've got to pay mm-hmm. twice. But it's like, for mm-hmm. me, I think I had heard at the time, pe- some people's offices were doing one and some were doing two. And I still hear that is the case. But I think, I don't think I would have been able to go to one that was one because I would have felt like, what, do- what if I missed it? Like, I would have been a crazy yeah. person. That's just me knowing myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the first place I went to for the long time that it took me to get pregnant, they did two. So it was always two, always two. And then when I switched... They only did one. And that's when I got pregnant. Yeah. So it's it's so. Oh. But I also think it's like, again, like talking about going to your intuition. It's like mm-hmm. if, if I'm going to create a state where I'm going to feel like I missed a window or I didn't do it right, my energy is going to be up. And I, I got no medical research to say that this is what happens. But I do feel like your state of being affects pregnancy rates. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stress. I, yeah. yeah. I mean. I mean, how many times do you hear a story of someone who tried and tried and tried, couldn't have a baby, had a baby the IUF, and then accidentally gets pregnant right after. I know tons mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. those stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think stress is a huge factor. Yeah. So Definitely. You have to take care of yourself. And, and at no point did one of the doctors, just because we are unique in the fact that we have two uteri, mm-hmm. um, at any point did any of the doctors say, well, why don't you switch to Ashley? They mm-hmm. didn't necessarily They're say They're probably so it, afraid to say that. But yeah. also with her having, you know, three hip surgeries. Oh, right. Still Oof. not recovered. Like well, and also hip surgeries? Like, that's right. right. Where oh, my God. They, like, maybe you don't want to be messing around right. with having a baby with that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean if, if, like, Shannon could not get pregnant, like, hey, let's try it, you know, because mm-hmm. we... We're invested now. Like, we're like, okay, you know, we're having a baby no matter what, you know, we're going to do whatever we need to do. Mm -hmm. But I don't, in my heart, I don't really feel like she doesn't have any fertility issues. I just think 
the timing hasn't been right perfect for that and you know so yeah you're not there and that's not mm-hmm. some place that you might ever have to go i was mm-hmm. just i was just wondering if a doctor had ever said yeah. that to you mm-hmm. and if you would ever be open to carrying actually because some some of us have no desire whatsoever to carry so mm-hmm. i was just curious mm-hmm. i definitely always did um but then i always pictured i would marry a man and have the white picket <laughs> fence you know uh-huh. so uh, life changed a little bit and then you know so we decided for shannon but um but yeah i mean if it came down to it like yeah I think, you know, we would both be open to that, but I do think, I think I have more of the desire and Ashley mm-hmm. has it less. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a mean, good place to start. You know, I mean, like Jamie said, yeah, we're fortunate to have the uteri. Right. And so you start with best case scenario and then you change your plan as life happens, mm-hmm. which sounds like what you're doing already. That's the beauty of our relationships. Oh, yeah. 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 So many options. <laughs> okay, so we're going to make the assumption you do an IUI, it's not happening. Yeah, so we did we did an IUI with that clinic. I mean, it's like 4500 each time, mm-hmm. you know, we want to try. No so it's all happening out of pocket. There we go, too. No, yeah, Same no insurance, Mm-mm. none at all. Do they even so take insurance at this clinic or they don't even deal with insurance? No, yeah. not for IUIs. So oh, it's the clinic. Goodness. It's not because like, I mean, I, I, I don't really want to get into your business, although we are in your business because we're Wait, doing this we're, interview. But, but like, you know, tell us you if know, we go too deep. Yes. Thank you, Jamie, for saying that better. <laughs> but so you are like a fire person. They have spect- I would I have to assume they would have spectacular insurance. Are you no longer Benefit. on that plan because you're are you out or or is it just this clinic stinks or? Well, at the time, I we still had insurance through my job, and um, it's kind of funny. Um, well, not really funny, but it's, <laughs> it's not funny. It's kind of funny. Funny way. So funny in a tragic yeah, way. So we told them, you know, this is our insurance, and in our insurance, it says that they cover oh. um, fertility treatments and IVF up to a certain amount of money and IUIs. Uh-huh. And we were like, oh, okay, here's our insurance, and they're like, no, they usually don't cover it for same-sex what? couples. <sighs> Didn't even, I don't even I'm, know if I they just, ran it or not. I'm so tired of hearing you this story. Me. You have to I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm angry. And it's I'm like angry. we've heard it a million times and it's still upsetting. So, yeah. well, here's the funny part. This is a little jump ahead of, you know, where we're at. But now we've changed clinics again and we're going to the place in Charleston and they accept my insurance, our old insurance. Oh. I don't know if they would do it for same-sex couple or not, but I know that they 100% accept it. It's on their website and everything. So... But the funny part oh is we, I don't have insurance anymore. <laughs> and by the way, I oh, don't know if sucks. you two are actually aware of the definition of funny, but that's not, not it. Funny. <laughs> that's not funny at all. Maybe ironic, it's perhaps. Really maybe, and that could yeah. be the wrong definition of ironic, like Alanis Morissette. It's not good. It's, making, it it's yeah. making me mad is what it's doing. And so did you guys yeah. ever, and I'm not saying you should have done this, because I probably wouldn't have reached out to the insurance, A, because I have internalized shame, B, I don't like to rock the boat. And but did you ever reach out to your insurance company and say, "Listen, your policy that, that that's not fair for us, and we really want to have a baby"? Um, I did, and they told me that I would have to tell the doctor to like you know, code it, like code it as, infertile, as oh, Shannon has fertility issues, and like the case worker that we were working with at the the office, she was just kind of like, "No, I don't have time." Because I would have been like, she's 28 with a low egg reserve. Yeah. Code it, bitch. Right. That's what yes. I would have said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, we should have. We ended up leaving that clinic because they had 
tons of staff turnover. So uh-huh. I do think, you know, maybe they were overworked because, yeah. you know, every time we were working with a nurse, there was a new nurse. Yeah. Right. Like it, right. they didn't have their shit together. But also screw the insurance company for telling you to basically lie. No, we don't, we're not going to do that for you, but you can lie. Why don't you lie? Yeah, right. Well, just put but, this yeah. on but, your but conscience. That's, that's like at least you got one good person who was like, listen, your insurance sucks, but here's how we're going to work the system. Right. Like, and this is right. the problem with healthcare in our country is that you've got to rely on hitting Jenny from Iowa who happened to pick up your call who was like, here's how you can work the man. Yeah. And then right. you've got to mm-hmm. line that up with the right nurse who's not overworked, who's not you know, homophobic. And then you got to make that happen just so you can get the same benefits that your coworker standing right next to you, who's a man yeah. and who has a wife. That yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's bizarre to me. I mean, we're, we've progressed so far as a society yet. I mean, yeah. and here we are. We haven't like it. Why is that fair? It's not fair to us. So right now you're just paying for everything out of pocket. Ugh. Yep. Yep. And it's not cheap. We didn't even talk about the sperm. No. Did you get it from a sperm bank? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, we've used frozen. Did you buy a bunch? No, we, we can't should've. afford to. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, right, exactly. So okay, well, so you're just so you're you're staying in IUIville because you're paying for it, or because you're just still the doctor's still at this point saying we don't have to ratchet it up yet. Is that where you're at? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like we haven't at that point we hadn't given IUI a fair chance. Right. You know, you hear at least. Three times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you should do yeah. it. And um, well, we have explored IVF now, mm-hmm. but we can't afford it. Right. It's so, so expensive. Can you give us the landscape of you tried IUI a few times? Like, where are you right now with it? Like, how many IUIs have you done? And are you doing fits and starts because of surgeries? And so we did one IUI in March and then we did at home insemination because we ran out of money (laughs) and then we did IUI again with that clinic. So that was three times. Mm -hmm. And then they had a lot of staff turnover and my doctor there actually recommended a different fertility clinic other than the one we had previously been to also in Charleston. So we reached out to them, fell in love immediately. Great. You know, they're, they're, awesome um so we did an iui with them mm-hmm. two months ago mm-hmm. and like then that, yeah. we had we actually just talked to our doctor about moving forward with ivf uh, but then he sent us all the paperwork and the financials <laughs> and so we're like we need new health insurance yeah. before <laughs> we can even explore this option yeah um so we're actually doing iui this coming up week mm-hmm. and i think well backtrack i did an hsg test Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so we're hoping that kind of just cleared all my pathways and that this (laughs) is going to be the one Mm -hmm. so um fingers crossed yeah so i mean nobody's really said you're infertile no you can't get pregnant but obviously it seems like my chances are a little bit lower but i think i'm actually looking into maybe getting a part-time job at starbucks because they have and they, fertility you know, insurance care about their people mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you're not, you're not the first person to tell us that yeah yeah so i mean even and and even if you're part-time so mm-hmm. i you know i think that's the plan right now because ashley's injured she had to medically retire she's on workman's comp she can't work she hasn't worked for two years so well, that's hard it's also not like yeah, yeah it's not it's, like she can just 
go out and get some quick mm. cash. Like what we have I is what we have. Sh- right I sure now. wish I could. Are you? <laughs> Are you able to, does that mean forever you can't work or what does that mean? Mm, well, after these surgeries, I have supposed to have been better already and returned to work, but I'm not yet. Um, and basically, I need a hip replacement, but I'm too young to get a oh, hip replacement. Man. So we're trying to figure out how to get me, you know, to a point where I'm not in pain like every day oh. and, and stable and can go back to work because, I mean, financially this journey for us has obviously it's been an issue yeah. and it it's hard for me because I'm just you know sitting at home or you know trying to work on my rehab like I can't really I mean I'm still making money but I can't go out and get an extra yeah. job or whatever you know hustle to get that extra money to pay for the yeah. test and the stuff like that yeah. so it's, that's like it's a stress and we're trying to control our stress as much as we can but it's like that's hard. My injury, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah it's a big stress on well, us. Well, and anytime um, you say to yourself, I just have to calm down, like you're, you're not, <laughs> that does no good. Like, you like, yeah. a, like trying it, to control yeah. your stress is like, doesn't work, generally speaking. No, I no, mean, it doesn't. But also to give you a little comfort, and I'm sure you've thought of this, but you know, you have been trying a while, but it doesn't always happen right away for even, mm-hmm. even people with no issues whatsoever. Sometimes it just, it just takes a minute. And by a well, minute, right. I mean a year or two. I, it's yeah. so interesting that Jamie <laughs> yeah. said that because that's what I was thinking too when you were talking. I was thinking, unfortunately, the way like your just life has broken down and how you've gone about things, it's been fits and starts. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. about like Jamie always calls me fertile myrtle, but it was I the do. fourth time for both my kids of, of consecutive yeah. IUIs. I mean, I did get pregnant the very first time, but I had a miscarriage, but then it was the second and then the third. And I remember... By the third time, I started to think, oh, I was like, maybe this is not, maybe there's a problem here. And then I got Mm -hmm. pregnant the next time. But that four months felt like four years. It's hard. And because you're already in a medicalized pipeline, the options of ratcheting it up come in so much earlier. The conversations about, well, we should move it. And because for you, adding another layer of low egg reserve or whatever else is going on, like it it makes it feel like you're at DEFCON 5 when the reality yeah. is you've tried a handful of times. Right. Well, and that's the thing. We've been trying for a year, but we've really only tried four times. Right. Like, like if a, no- a normal quote unquote Typical. couple were trying for a year, right. you know, they'd be trying every month or every cycle. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. More than five ta- four yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like if there's a way for you all to, you know, like pull back out of like into the 30,000 foot view and try to remind yourself it's very difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like, if there is a way that you can get there, like, I mean, and maybe Jamie could speak to this more, but I wonder if, and again, like I'm talking about adding in things that are uh, a financial thing, but like maybe there's acupuncture or something, those, those kinds of like on the peripheral type things that help bring the conversation down to maybe make it a more hospitable womb. Yeah. We actually did do acupuncture for the first time oh, yesterday. Good. Oh, good. So Look getting ready us. for this next cycle. So. You know what, for me. Because Jamie yeah, did that. Yeah. I did do that. And I think it actually really did help. Finally, oh, when cool. I finally decided, when I finally did it. But here's what helped me. Because it was a long, it was a long track for me. And not as long as, as many people that we've talked to at this point. I realized that even right. my, my stint, two and a half years, felt like an eternity but we've talked to people who've been trying 
five, five ten years. years, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But but what helped me was personally, I have to talk about things. I have to talk it out. I have to tell. So I told everyone I'm having, you know, I told people what I was going through. And then mm-hmm. what ended up happening from me telling people, people offered to help. <laughs> Not that I took a lot of help, but my yeah. mother offered to pay for my acupuncture and my mother had the money to do it. And so I, I was kind of gift you because- said, thank you, mom. I did. I actually did. Thank you, mom. <laughs> yeah. And I say, thank you again, mom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I had friends offering me money, which I didn't take, but like, first of all, getting it off of my chest helped, but it also, mm-hmm. it showed me how loved I was and how supported I was. And that helped me get through it as well. You know, and not everybody is as open as I am. And I get that. So you have to find whatever it is that works for you. Whatever supports in place for you. Mm -hmm. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. And Robin, you know that relationships take work, especially the most important one you can have in your life. The one you have with me, Jamie, that's what you're referring to? (laughs) No, uh, your relationship with yourself, silly. Oh, sure, sure. But yes, that one too. But here's the thing. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about, like I do for you, Uh, of course. Yeah, uh uh Mm uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, we'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but often we do not give ourselves the same treatment, right? It's true. The ski trip I just took with my family, that was the therapy I needed. It centers me and my kids. They might not have needed it, but this lady did. Man, good did job. I need it. Good for you. Good but for you. But how often do I give myself that much needed time, Jamie? I know. We don't. And we all need it. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you mm-hmm. show up for yourself. Having that session scheduled every week with my therapist seriously forces me to put the excuses aside and show up for myself week after week. It's mm-hmm. really important. And it's my insurance for a better me, so I don't yell at my kids. Absolutely. <laughs> but I and still do. in case do, you but, didn't you know, know um, in case our <laughs> listeners didn't know, BetterHelp's online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Yes. That's and nice. yeah, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I mean, folks, give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And if these ovaries could talk, listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash O-C-T. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash O-C-T. I think we have a lot of support, but I think because we're probably the only people in our whole group that are going through something like this. People don't realize, mm-hmm. I guess, the financial burden. No. Like yesterday, we did acupuncture. You're supposed to do it three times a month. I did it. It was $120. Yeah. And I don't think I'll be back there, you it's, know, yeah. for yeah. another month. Like, it's just. That's not. It's, it's cost just, prohibitive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wonder sometimes like in our pre-call, we talked a little bit about maybe there not being like a huge LGBTQ community where you are, or maybe that you don't have a a huge, because it doesn't even matter if you're in a town that has a huge community, like you may not have a huge community. And I wonder, are there things now that the world has opened up online, like when Mary and I, and I've talked about this before, like when, when we had the miscarriage, like I went to a meeting at the New York LGBTQ, they have a whole family center 
And mm-hmm. I went to a meeting and I just cried through most of it because people were talking about, you know, trying to like get pregnant, the medical route. And and I was, you know, I mean, I was maybe a week off of a, a miscarriage, which that's so me. Like, I'm the type of person that's just like, I better to do list this. I'm going to fix it. And that's like, you know, Same. not necessarily <laughs> the greatest. Like, sometimes you just have to feel the pain. But mm-hmm. I wonder if with all the advancements of the COVID advancements of Zoom and like that there might be community that's available to you, like at LGBTQ centers where you could find some support or or Facebook groups like Facebook groups have been great with us sharing the podcast and stuff like, you know, you might find some people where like what Jamie was saying, where you get advice or you get comfort mm-hmm. in your conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody lends you an ear even. Well, really, you guys are oh, our. Well, <laughs> shut up. Man. Well, that's. I wasn't that's, even saying all that for that, Jamie. How I know. That? I'm going to cry. But that's why we started this, because yeah. I felt alone. And yes, I talked till I was blue in the face to my friends. But like you said, like you said, Shannon, like they didn't get it. They didn't. They, 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 ha- yeah. they didn't have my experience. They didn't. Ha- you know, right. I had a lot of gay friends that I was even gay mom friends that I was telling. But. Even they didn't fully get it because they weren't in the same boat as me. They weren't dealing with what I was dealing with. Yeah. And so I, I felt alone and I wanted to hear my GD story. You know, I yeah, wanted. Some, and sometimes you just want to hear someone who's exactly where you're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a member of all the LGBTQ, IUI, IVF Facebook groups. Um, I'm a member of the Myrtle Beach LGBT group and, you know, Pride and. But I guess I mean even sometimes that's not I don't know. Enough, I still right? don't feel mm-hmm. yeah, like we maybe fit in with mm-hmm. that. Like not fit in, that might be the wrong word, but maybe just not what's gonna help us. You, you haven't found your people yet. You Is that a, a fair community? Yeah. 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 And and for me, those Facebook groups and all the online groups, this is why I never even knew the 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 lingo, TTC and all that stuff when I was going mm-hmm. through it. Because I didn't do the I didn't do the online stuff that didn't resonate with me personally. It was I had to be with more one on one people, or I had to. I mm-hmm. wanted a podcast. That's what I wanted. Um, mm-hmm. But like you know, we talked to one of our guests that we talked to um, in season one. I think it was Patricia Moreno, who we've we're, we've dedicated this season to. She recently passed. Um, she's a oh, wonderful, man. wonderful, wonderful person, and she had. A really hard oh, time of it. She had she a had journey, a long journey to get there. And I'm friends with her. I knew her while she was going through it. And she says in the podcast, and she used to say all the time during that, she said, "I made a deal with myself. I made a deal, and I am not. I am committed to this. I am using my commitment skill, and I am committed to doing this until if I am not I'm fifty. Until right, I'm fifty. Fifty. She said, "I am doing this until I turn fifty. And then when I turn 50, if I'm still not pregnant, then I'm going to reassess. We're going to renegotiate. I'm going to renegotiate. Oh, yeah. But she said, oh, she, yeah. she, stuck, she stuck the, her foot in the sand. She said, no, I'm doing this. This yeah. is going mm-hmm. to happen. And I'm doing this until I turn 50. I'm not going to second guess this. I'm not allowed to because I said I'm doing this. You two have to go back right. and listen to that episode if you haven't. I, yeah, I think I, I have. It's like mo- it's was. called motherhood mindfulness. It's something mother's along that. It was like our Mother's Day, Day episode. Yeah. But go back and re-listen to it because Patricia in particular, and I love that Jamie just brought her up and that she is such a, a thread in, in this whole season because it does feel like she's with us. But she was so intentional, like mm-hmm. spiritually intentional. We talk about intentionality all the time about 
parenting and about our journey and choices. But I don't know if we talk about it from a spiritual point of view of that intentionality Mm -hmm. of just saying, I will have this. I'm going to do this. It's coming. It is coming. And I believe it. Yeah. By the way, I do have to say this one thing. I hope to God, and I'm speaking for myself, that what I'm saying doesn't sound like I'm coming at you like, you got to do this. You got to do this. Oh, yeah. Like, no. No, 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 yeah. no. But it's like, I think that we're mothers and we're two people who can't stop ourselves from being like, it's coming. Like, we just <laughs> want to make we, it. Like, all I'm doing right now is just like racking my brain of like, what else can I do to help them? Because they need to be moms and it needs to happen right now. Yeah. And like, sometimes I'll get think- there and I don't it's not creating a space for you to have whatever's going on for you. So just saying that. No, we, we really appreciate it. And I I don't, I don't feel like we're like, okay, you know, it's been a year, but really it's only been four cycles. Like, where's it at? Like, I think we're giving ourselves the space to just wait it out and not put that pressure on ourselves. It's really just the financials. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's part. And I think we've, yeah, we've told ourselves, you know, we're trying again next week. If that doesn't work, we're giving ourselves one more cycle and then we're just going to save and, and say, okay, we'll wait until the end of the year and do IVF mm-hmm. and and kind of live our life for a little mm-hmm. bit. And um, reach out to the people at Gay Parents to Be because they, I mean, they predominantly deal with like gay men who are or people doing surrogacy, surrogacy. but, mm-hmm. and, and also the ghost dork folks because they're connected with all of the, you know, the folks in the medical community, but just like be looking at some of these resource places to just maybe think out of the box and see if there's some financial help that maybe you don't know about. I don't know Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. it exists, but it's worth really checking into. Yeah. Well, I definitely have the time to do that. So that will be my job. (laughs) That's lemonade out of lemons right there. There you go. Go down some rabbit holes there. You know, you never know. You never know what you could find, but also you might end up pregnant. In, also, in a couple weeks. Yeah. So there's also that. Be, I might end up pregnant. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. But I, we know when you're in it, you want, as we say this all the time, as soon as you start this journey, you want that baby tomorrow. And yeah. so every day yesterday. you don't have it, you want it yesterday. Yeah. Every day you don't have it. Yeah. It feels like an eternity and it's hard and you're not alone yeah. in that. Time moves differently when you're trying, I think. Yeah. Oh, it, it definitely does. Yeah. And I mean, really, and I, I'm not just saying this, but your podcast has helped me so much. A year is a long time to be going through mm-hmm. it, you know, and we obviously, like we said, we don't have anyone to really relate to, mm-hmm. but I've found so much comfort in, you know, tons of episodes, just going through the same thing like we are and, and all send it to Ashley and be like, we're not crazy. Like other people did this too, (laughs) especially when it comes to like picking a sperm Mm -hmm. donor, like things that you just don't, especially us, we never thought we'd be searching for sperm donors, you know, as a 10 year old little girl. And um, (laughs) so it's truly helped us. It's so nice and wonderful to hear that. And, and we have said it a million times, but like, we are just frigging honored that you all decided like that it was meaningful to have this conversation with us and share it with other people because we will get comments, emails mm-hmm. about how your story moved somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I hope so. And we've been quiet about our journey. Really, the only people that knew was our close, close friends and mm-hmm. family members. And I, you know, I, you guys inspired me to start my own blog because I just was going so crazy Mm -hmm, in my head mm -hmm. and I had to just 
get mm-hmm. it out. And so I started my own blog. What's your blog right now so everyone can read it? What's your blog? It's <laughs> <laughs> it's www.thegoodbadandttc.com. Oh, cool. Love okay. it. The good. I'm pretty sure. Bad the and good, t- bad, and ttc.com. I love that. I can't remember if there's a second. I, now she's like, oh, shit. Now I really have to write it. We'll also, sh- we'll <laughs> oh, yeah. share it out. We'll share it out, like, yeah. like in our social feed as well, because, like, folks but for I more mean, information my, should hear it. But unlike you guys, like, I really wanted to put it out and hope that my story would help someone yeah. else. But we don't know any gay people, so it really doesn't help anybody. But, but then also, you know, know, you know what? You're on a podcast now, so anybody who is in the um, Myrtle Beach area, right? Reach out, reach out. Jamie's, Maybe. Jamie's yeah. trying to friend broker you right We're now. We're gonna get you Find some Shannon community. and Ashley. For sure. There's um but don't like creepy stalk them, but just no. accidentally it, find it, them yeah. and then become their best hey, friends. It's, it's okay. <laughs> or just it's comment okay. on the post. And maybe guilty of creepy stalking some lesbians. <laughs> I think we would be really good friends. I, love it. Yeah. I have definitely I love done it. that. Like, I've definitely done that. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. So it's not oh, that you I, know, rare. Oh, if I no. see like another gay mom like in a in a class that one of my kids is in, I will drop like the fact that I have a wife, like try to be like non Oh, yeah. well, you know, I was talking to my wife the other day. Just so that That's they totally Shannon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think if it's I don't know if it's clear to you or not, Shannon and Ashley, but we are one hundred percent invested in your journey now. And <laughs> and when when it is positive and successful. And we know it's just a win. We're gonna have you back, or you're gonna you're gonna share it with us, whether it's in like a social post. I mean, if you don't, if you want to, um, but yeah, yeah we want awesome. we want to hear more. Awesome. So I mean, we're invested, and we're keep here for your support. With yeah. it, even if you know other news, you know, just keep us yeah. posted. Yeah. Well, my goal is once we get pregnant and when we go to like daycare, we'll meet other LGBTQ families. And we'll tell you all about our new family. Well, at that point, too, and I think this is, Jamie, correct? Tell me if you agree with me on this. I think at that point, it becomes less about the LGBTQ and it becomes about meeting cool parents that you don't hate. Yeah, well, Their kids yeah. have sure, to get along right. and then the parents have to be cool. And the gay thing, yeah. for the most part, goes out the window. You're like, who cares? Like, you know, it, it has to matters. be the people that... Does it? It's still like does it for me because I, I have, have a, gay people in our lives, so well, I don't care about that. I only want to hang out with moms I like. No, I still hang out with the moms that are not gay. Like most of the moms we hang out with yeah. are not gay. However, the 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 couple of gay couples that are at you're the chasing school, them down, aren't we you? We still and both of us. It's <laughs> it's like um. It goes you both do ways. The whole, I see you. We, no, I we try. You. We try to get together. Like we have to. We really have to get. To, you know, like we try hard to yeah. to to bring the kids together and to get together. Um, but it really is how the kids yeah. handle each Sometimes other. it's yeah. like you could love the parents and the kids don't. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. much. I'm gonna have to just go. But you're gonna meet your. You're gonna meet your people. You're gonna meet your community. But until then, we're your people. I was going to say that you guys are definitely part of our community. We are 100% down with that. We are your community. We are going to a LGBTQ brewery meet and greet this month. And and you might find some people there. We're trying. You might. Yeah, we're trying. I'm so excited for you. Hang in there. It's going to happen. Just give yourself grace while you go through this difficult journey. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And hopefully this, you know, it's just something exciting that we've been looking forward to and positive. So this week, I feel like it's going to be We're good. We're sending all of our juju. Week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Thank you. Fingers crossed. Yes. Fingers crossed.
I mean, oh. they, they've hit some obstacles. They really but, have. But you know what? They're not in despair. I, I like that. They're, you know, they're just, they're thinking about things smart and how mm-hmm. they can make better chances to get that baby. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I can't wait till we get an email from them with the good news. It's going to happen. Right. Oh, I, I do. I do love when we get those emails, like afterward when the yes. people that don't have the baby yet and they were like, oh, and then we're always like, can we share it? Yeah. Can we share, can we share that? Can we share? Like we're always I'm, trying to share ridiculous. everybody's business. We're ridiculous. I know. Everything right. will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end, folks. That is We're right. We're going to make it. We that is right. This. That is yes. right. Okay. And if you have some thoughts on today's episode or about anything ovaries related, guess what? And you want to be in and possibly be in an episode, you can go to sayhi.chat slash ovaries. You leave us a voice memo up to 60 seconds and we, and we might fun. use it in an, in an episode. Come on. Yeah. Come get it, it. Get in on that. That would Come be on. so fun. We'd love to have some of those. Yeah. So fun. All right. Listen. We are all over the social media. Always stay in contact. Be there. We're, we're, we're there. We are. Be ovaries. there. Be square. We are Ovaries Talk on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I don't know why I have to say it like you're that. Always, I just always. Do. It's how Edna says it. And I just want to emulate Edna no matter what I do. Edna's British for no reason. All I don't sudden, understand it. All of a sudden, that's, that's what we're saying about Edna. TikTok. Uh, we are If These Ovaries Could Talk on YouTube. You can also support the podcast, like we said, and join our community on Patreon at patreon.com slash ovaries talk. And that's going to get you're going to get that bonus content. And thank you to our sponsor, BetterHelp. And a huge thank you to all you patrons who are helping us make this show a possibility. We, we really we really thank you. We do. Thank you so much, guys, to be to be sincere for a second. Thank you. All right. Another another one in the another one in the books, Jamie. Another another uh, egg in the box. Another another egg in the desert. I don't know. Another broken egg. Oh, God. No, Eggs. it's not broken. It's oh, shattered. It's shattered. And I was even telling us, wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's it. We're done. If these ovaries could talk, they would say. Eggs, ovaries, out.